0: Alright, welcome to another Ember Weekend. I'm Jonathan Jackson. And I'm Chase McCarthy. And we are Ember Weekend, and we're going to talk about some newsy things and some stuff. I'm broadcasting out of Providence, and it's finally not really, really hot. Right, it's like actually cold, right? Like now that's the problem. It's not cold yet. It's not cold yet. I think there's there's like seasons here, much different than Florida, where there's just, you know, wet and dry seasons. There's actually like a fall and a spring here, apparently. So that will be exciting. But I, I hear that out in Texas, you're you're kind of in the middle of a hurricane, like even right now. We're we're like missing it in
1: Round Rock. Austin's apparently getting a little bit of rain, but like I'm in this little clear band of like nothing. Every now and <laughs> the wind picks up, but yeah, we might get like 20 inches of rain or something in the next couple of days, which is like wow. In anywhere else, that might not be a problem. Like in Florida, it was like whatever, but here it's like uh, with the mountains and the you know the way the roads and the, and stuff are, they just flood really fast.
0: So you I'm hoping should, that doesn't yeah. happen yeah stay stay safe, man, but uh, let's uh, let's get recording before you lose power. Yeah, definitely. First a word from our sponsors. <laughs>
1: Hello, I'm Corey and I'm Matt. Matt and I started our consulting company 201 created five years ago. We've been passionate about Ember and its community since we started
0: and are proud to be able to sponsor Ember Weekend.
1: Our clients have included Fortune 50 companies and Y Combinator startups. If your team needs Ember training or advice, or wants to learn how to make open source work for you, visit us at www.201-created.com or follow us on Twitter at 201 o n e.
0: Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. All right, and the first thing we're going to talk about is a series of blog posts by Chris Kreitcho on Ember CLI TypeScript. A couple weeks back, I don't know exactly when it was, but we ended up talking about Ember CLI TypeScript and a new release that they had and talked about some of the features and some of the reasons like how we both of us really didn't mess with TypeScript in Ember. And, you know, this kind of unlocks that, making it kind of easy. And there's a series of blog posts that kind of go much more in depth as to what Ember CLI TypeScript offers.
1: Yeah. And the, the blog post, I mean, it was like a four part thing. I can't remember when the first one was made. It was, I think, maybe May. It's not really dated though. Like TypeScript has been getting more and more and more support in Ember, and the, the stuff that he even outlines there, you know, even though in the tech world, you know, some things like this might be outdated, it's it's still completely relevant because he basically is talking about how to start with a new app and get TypeScript in it from the start, or walk a big app slowly into TypeScript, you know, in that direction. Because I think most people kind of get the sense that Ember is moving in that direction anyway. And even if it's not, you're going to get a lot of benefits out of converting some of your, at least some of your app to TypeScript. And one of the sections he goes into like, there's not a lot of payoff converting things around Ember objects. So like inside of services or things that you have certain computed. But luckily, he does talk about because of the ability to create a component as a class now, you can actually get type safety in components and use things like the computed decorator by Robert Jackson to get computed properties, but still have type safety so there's a lot of cool stuff that he goes through. Definitely check him out. Part one's all about you know starting a new Ember app. Part two is how to kind of pull this into an existing Ember app. He links to just a ton of other articles about fixing very specific problems, things that can you know go wrong. Also, like says, you know, what flags to not enable in TypeScript that'll like make your day terrible. Then in part three, he uh, goes into how to work around Ember's object model. Specifically, like things like how Git and Set don't really work with TypeScript. Although what was the, there was a conference talk that Tom Dale gave, right? And it was about TypeScript, or he showed some TypeScript that showed getting set, like, working with some experimental feature. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be something in the works. The last advice he gives in part three, I think, is really interesting. He basically says that he works at this company called Olo. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. They do, like, digital ordering as a service for other companies, like Five Guys, Witch Witch, Java Juice, and stuff Of the stuff he listed. They extracted their business logic out of Ember, which is a really good idea. Like, we've we heard this... Back in like the Rails days, they're like, you know, having all your business logic like strewn throughout like your controllers and various services and models and, and Rails is a bad idea. They really, you have like this core that's like your lib and it's all your business logic and your Rails is like written on top of it. Well, it's the same thing that they're doing in Ember. So they extracted all of the business logic, all the things that are like calculators, pure functions, things that don't necessarily hold any state. They're just like the rules into a lib. It's really app slash lib. So that Ember automatically picks it up. You know, there's no special resolver you have to make. And all that's extracted out of Ember makes the Ember part much more lightweight anyway. And makes all the other stuff easier to test and safe. And I really like that approach.
0: Yeah, that's a really cool approach, definitely.
1: And then uh, the last part is just kind of like a follow-up. I don't think he intended to do it, but he got a lot of questions. And so he he did it in a part four to like answer some of them. And the gist of it is that, you know, how, how to nest your app lib, use pure functions and use TypeScript for only like the things that don't hold state, like type definitions. And that's just kind of just some good advice when doing TypeScript in Ember right now, and then you know that was basically the closeout of it. It was it was a really good series though.
0: Yeah, it seems really cool. I, I'm I'm interested in trying out TypeScript, but I think that I'd have to use the like piecemeal approach. So I'm really glad that he kind of outlines how to do that because uh, the idea of converting over a large project seems intimidating. So
1: yeah, yeah, because he was saying that their project is like. Eight hundred and fifty files with thirty-four k lines of code, and basically, I, I can't remember if it was a third or a quarter or something. He said they converted over, but you just you slowly do it. You don't like go in and try and just like you know do it overnight. They they basically said uh, any new feature gets put in TypeScript, and any bug fix, like if you're in an area, you know, you're fixing a bug, you convert that piece. That's a really good idea. I like that approach. It makes it much more manageable. And like I was saying, I think I get the sense at least that number's kind of moving toward TypeScript like support, like out of the box. And I and I think we'd have to with having that glimmer to ember transition work at all like to be able to upgrade yourself or add packages to, from, to go from glimmer to ember you, you have to have typescript support so it seems like a really good idea to start converting your app slowly you get a lot of benefits for the business logic stuff but then in the end if if ember moves over to typescript you don't have to pay all of that you know right in a rush
0: yeah definitely Check out this blog post series; it's really cool by Chris Kreicho. I think this is from like May. I think you said, but the Ember CLI TypeScript project has been moving at a pretty brisk pace. So definitely, uh, like, star the repo and and check it out. And check out this series.
1: Yeah, and if you have any comments or anything, feel free to contact us in our in our uh, Slack channel. Topic Dash Ember Weekend TypeScript is not really our thing, but we really interested in it, and I'm actually starting to use some of this in my in my work. But it's not really like I'm not the driving person for this, so. If we make mistakes, or if we have us have somebody you want us to mention, definitely ping us there because we're actively trying to like get engaged in in that kind of area of Ember.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, and the next thing we want to talk about is the fact that the Ember Camp videos are up. So Ember Camp is a conference out in London, and it was really cool. I watched a few of the talks. Uh, I haven't been able to get through all of them yet, but there's like I want to say like ten talks, something like that. And they talk about uh, web components and you know Speedy and HTTP two and stuff like that and I think they open up with module unification. Which one is it? So it's not the it's not the JavaScript modules. It's the module unification RFC, right? The one where the new file structure, that. And they kind of show, I actually think they do a copy and paste thing. Like they move project files, like component files from a Glimmer app to an Ember app and back and forth by just moving the files physically. So it's pretty neat. Definitely a really cool conference, definitely well presented, and the videos are pretty great. So I highly recommend checking them out. And you can pick and choose things that are relevant, but it's cool stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm really interested in the speedy HTTQ quick one. And uh, there's one on D3 and fast boot. I didn't get a chance to watch all of it. I didn't get to the very end, like the, the payoff part of it. But but I, I think the idea was rendering D3 on the server, but I could be wrong. But but it looked like it was, it was a really good talk. I got about like a third of the way through it so far. That's awesome. Yeah. And then there was the Web Components talk. I know you mentioned that, but that was by Jessica Jordan. And she's the one who did the animation talk at EmberConf. So that was oh, cool. really good. And so I'm, I'm going to check that one out too.
0: Yeah, definitely, yeah. I'm 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 hope. I'm hopeful to get through all of them, but I, it's just a matter of, you know, finding the time. I actually watch all these, like the, the audio and video quality is high enough to where I can watch these at like 2x speed, which is kind of awesome. So hopefully I'll get through those pretty soon. But definitely check it out. We'll have a link to the YouTube playlist.
1: And right, the last thing we're gonna talk about is how to learn Ember.js in a hurry. And this is a blog post by Jen Weber. It's basically like just a list of like, like a checklist of things, like if you're brand new to Ember, What's the best way to get started fast? like to like stand up an emerge js developer like fresh out of the any other framework, right? Obviously, it's assuming a lot some development skill, but it's pointing you to good resources, showing you how to install tools you're going to need, how to ask for questions, which is like super important. Like you might know how to like look at code and understand it, but knowing where to go to ask specific questions is great. I saw recently that somebody had asked a question that like kind of like a Stack Overflow style question in an issue on GitHub. Uh, and Steph Pinner like pointed them to the Ember community Slack and they had never heard of it. And this is something that like I think is really important to get out there is like where to go for specific types of information because like issues are for one thing, stack overflow is for another thing, Slack is for this other thing and it's and it, I guess most people just kind of figure it out. It's really great to get that in a description and a blog post. Save you a lot of time. The other thing is like how to google things. And I think John you've probably mentioned this at one point that you specifically said that was like a really good developer skill was like mm-hmm. yeah. uh, knowing how to google things. This is something that she covers in here. I thought that was pretty cool.
0: So, yeah, to, to address your your comment, yeah, the, the Googling things, I do think that is kind of a core developer skill. Being able to, like, quickly find, assess the quality of and utilize things that are freely available is very important. And this guy does a fantastic job of talking about all of the different, like, the, a lot of this is, like, I don't know, it's so, this is such a good crystallization of the actual flow to, like, learn Ember. Like, it's it talks about where in the guides you need to be focusing how and what you won't need to be Googling. Also, like there's, you know, the pretty, pretty universal advice of like actually starting to build something. Like, you know, put this stuff to practice, which one of the entire bullet sections is like, hey, start building something, like build a thing. And that will help you like gain more understanding of like how you do things and like get you feeling more comfortable and more confident to like start your work. And I think is really fantastic. I constantly, well, not constantly, that's not entirely accurate, but I'm frequently asked like, you know, how do I get started? Where do I, where do I look? And I think I'm going to start pointing to this blog post because it has such a good cadence and a good way to like approach it. Like I need to learn a lot of stuff very quickly so that I can be productive. And I think all of these things are really like good pieces of advice. And then I think that there's even a deploy section, which I was a little surprised, given all the other things were basically about like learning. The deploy structure, though, does matter, uh, especially if you're working on, say, a smaller team, knowing how to deploy, where you can deploy easily, how you can manage things like that. It'll definitely help. So I, I don't know. I think this is just a fantastic resource. And it's not It's not really like, I, I was going to say like it's a beginner resource, but it's not really a beginner resource. It's like a an on-ramp resource. So it's like, Say I work in front end over here, and I get moved to a project that is using primarily Ember. Well, I don't know Ember. Like, how do I get started? Where do I look? Where do I begin? And this is I, honestly, it's like a checklist. Like, just go through this, and this will give you like a lot of answers that you'll need to start being productive. So I think, I think it's pretty great. So. I definitely recommend checking it out. Even if you're an experienced Ember developer, it's still worth checking out because A, some of the resources may be listed there that uh, you are unfamiliar with. I know that at the very end, there's like a long section of like different resources. I think even were listed there. Ember Weekend is listed there, but different Ember resources out there. I think Ember Screencasts and Ember Map and all the stuff, you know, that you may take for granted, but maybe you don't know one. And yeah, and this is also a, a thing for you to have in your arsenal when you try to onboard new Ember developers. So I, I, think it's, I think it's definitely good for pretty much all skill levels. So yeah, definitely check it out. It's really cool. All right, and that's all
1: we have for this week. Join us next week where we'll talk about more Ember news. Actually, we already have some stuff kind of in our backlog because we missed the week and we had like three things we really wanted to talk about. So, which is cool because that means much less prep for next week. So as always, follow us on Twitter at Ember Weekend, all one word. Like we mentioned before, join us in our topic Ember Weekend channel on Slack and you can see. See all of this stuff on a really cool website that we sometimes work on called (laughs) everyweekend.com. We're actually uh, planning on doing some work on that to update some things to Glimmer. So if anybody has any interest in like helping us convert over things like the audio player to a small standalone glimmer app, that'd be really cool. So we will catch you next week. I'm
0: Chase McCarthy. And I'm Jonathan Jackson, and we'll see you next weekend.